I'm 13 episodes into a podcast that I started on selling houses for more money. And I started thinking tonight about why it's important that why was it why it was important to me to know how to sell houses for more money. And I'll admit on one level that there's a need to differentiate yourself from the, in my market, there's 1,500 other real estate agents, and knowing how to sell houses for more money gives me an edge. But there's also a need to help people, and there's certain professions, like being a doctor, being an attorney, being a teacher and being a listing agent, I'm going to put myself in this category where you're often presented with a scenario that your services can greatly impact positively or negatively somebody's life. In many cases, multitudes of people's lives. And how the process is handled and how the outcome is derived or the results, uh, how, how, how everything turns out, can really affect people negatively and positively. But I think for me, my background is in the mortgage business. And now that I'm in real estate, and if any realtors are listening to this, you know that the mortgage is the number one reason why deals fall apart. And I just had one. I just got a call this week from a past client of mine, a lady that I sold her house is a short sale, and she's having a new house built. And they're in the final stage of the financing, and she found out that her short sale is preventing her from getting a VA. And they contacted the VA because there was a possibility under some circumstances and they flat out said there was a $90,000 deficit and she's not buying this house. Now it just crushes my heart because this is one of my favorite clients who's referred more people than anybody else to me. And I went out of my way to find her the best lender that I knew of. And she's in another state, you know, and she's devastated and and this that's just one example when i was in the mortgage business i was driven to never let that happen and i can say that in all the deals that i did every single one of them went to the table i never told anybody they were buying a house that they didn't buy and that's something that i'm proud of and in the and the real estate side i've been faced with a lot of different scenarios that i feel like if i don't do a good job not unlike a doctor, you know, people's lives are not at stake, but people's futures are at stake. And and I'll just give you one scenario that happened to me recently just to provide some context. I had a couple that were in the military that bought a house uh, 18 months prior that initially planned on being in the area for uh, seven seven years, I think. And they found out that they have to move. And their house was not going to 
be able to be sold without writing a check. And if the market had remained flat, which it basically had, just to do the raw math, we were looking at a $36,000 deficit. But that really wasn't the biggest fear that they had. The biggest fear was that if they weren't able to sell the house, the husband had to leave in three weeks. And the wife had to stay in Maryland with the kids until the house sold. And the fear was because they did not under any circumstances want to rent it because she had anxiety about it and because they just didn't see that as a as a, a plan at all. It wasn't an option. She had to stay in this house. And she was looking at a six to nine month scenario. And if the house didn't sell for some reason, that was one of their fears. She was going to have to live in another state from her husband. And this was causing just the most immense amount of anxiety to the point that she was just having a hard time in life, you know, and I think about the couples whose houses that I've sold that the amount of money that they make from the sale of their house determines whether or not they can buy their, the house that they have in mind for the house they're going to die in. Or I think of the spouse that passed away and you're selling the house and the money is needed for the living spouse to live off of. And it reminds me of all of the negative experiences that I see in the real estate world where uh, when things aren't handled properly or as well as they could be, you know, there's negative consequences. I've, I've seen a lot of people um, rent their house when they didn't have to. I've seen a lot of people um, go through all of their 401k savings. I just sold a house in the spring where I was the second realtor and this lady had made six payments out of her 401k of the mortgage while the house was on the market with this other realtor. And then when I got involved, she had to make another three or four payments because we had to get her house ready to sell. She had to replace a roof and she had to have mold remediation. And she, you know, went through a good chunk of her 401k getting this house sold. And had I not intervened when I did, the house would probably still be on the market. And what really was going to happen was once she spent all of her money, she was going to end up renting her house. And I feel confident that had I not been hired, her house would be rented right now and she would be in a bad situation. So I think that realtors have an obligation to figure out what are all the different aspects of a home selling a home for the most money and having a certain level of confidence that those skills can be put to use. And I have to say that in five years in this business, I've taken tons of courses online. I've been to um, Dallas, Texas. I've been to California. I've been around the country at seminars and I've taken a lot of online classes, you know, learning how to be a better realtor, how to do my job better, 
because frankly it doesn't happen at the broker level and I'm not blaming my broker uh, my current my past one or any of them frankly because it's not as if they were you know skipping something that other people provide it's not like there are some brokers out there that teach all of this stuff and some of them don't I really don't know of any that do because when I was in the mortgage business I made it a point to uh, know all the office managers and all the brokers and you know I went to tons of office meetings and gave presentations and I've been through five years of office meetings and I'm I've yet to attend a meeting or a training anywhere that described the processes involved with selling houses for more money or how to net the most money or how to make sure that the homeowner doesn't lose money however you want to frame it right how to do this the best and I think that's unfortunate and I think on some level I'm going to take up that mantle as best I can and just put this information out on the internet I have a podcast I have a Facebook page I have a YouTube channel and at some point I'll probably write a book about this process because I feel like the more that I talk about it the more I realize I've literally only scratched the surface of at least verbalizing or, or putting it you know documenting all the different things that I've learned or all the different ways that things can be done differently setting the expectations on the first phone call could be a whole podcast just just explaining all the ways to frame things in people's minds so that they have the proper you know perspective of going through this process so that they themselves don't get in their own way is a huge part of it just knowing how to handle people in a way that sets them up for success so that they don't get in their own way you don't get in the way and you don't just don't let the process get in the way and you help people succeed and I really just feel like that if you're going to be a real estate agent I don't necessarily blame you for not knowing how to do this because I don't think there's any good way to learn this other than the National Association of Expert Advisors has a certified home selling advisor training that I recommend that you take and part of that training is sales training on on how to get listings but there's also a huge chunk of that that teaches you how to properly handle a home sale in a way that will net the most money when when I say I can sell your house for up to 18 percent more money I actually believe that in many cases I've done that and better and you know just a kind of anecdotal uh, story about that I was going to work for a guy who's a very successful realtor who was using this program and at that point I had never taken any real sales training in real estate I was sort of um, going for a straight talker um, you know just kind of like tell people the truth and don't don't use any sort of uh, we'll call it manipulation and he was using this program and I said listen I'm just gonna tell you something I'm, I'm willing to learn from you and and I'm gonna do everything you say except for I have one caveat I'm never gonna tell anybody any trickery or any like false statements that have some truth to them but they're intended to make the buyer or seller you know hire you or perform an action but it's you know based on a false premise I'm never gonna tell anybody that and this whole 18% more money thing I think that sounds stupid and he said no 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 it's not what you think it is it's just 
It's not that you're going to sell it for 18% more than it's worth. And it's not that it's going to be, you know, an exact 18%. It's just that there's a whole bunch of different things that can be done. And each one of those things can affect the price that the homeowner makes. And they identified 127. Now, in the majority of cases, the vast number of those don't ever come into play. But the ones that do come into play can have a drastic impact on the the outcome of the home sale. And just to kind of like sum it up into a real brief explanation, it comes down to making the homeowner believe in a realistic price. The way that we do that is we hire an appraiser. It's not always necessary, but we find that that will get us to that place faster than anything else. It involves listing it at a price that's going to make it sell quickly and for the most money. And by having the appraisal, you can dial that in. And by doing a bunch of research on the market and understanding something called an absorption rate and then really digging into the listings that have sold in the past two years, understanding how many are likely to come on the market, what's on the market, what are you competing against, and then matching that up into the timeline of the home seller's needs and expectations. If they have to sell in 30 days, you follow one path. If they have six months, you follow a different path, maybe. And then having the house pre-inspected, getting the repairs done ahead of time, outlying anything major, you know, uh, getting out of fixing anything that you don't want to fix or can't afford to fix during the initial negotiating of the sales price versus doing it halfway through the deal and allowing the deal to blow up is another critical point of the process. And then keeping the homeowner informed of all the different changes as the house stays on the market and 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 then the, the biggest other piece to it is selling the homeowner on using whatever budget they have available to invest back into the house to get it fixed up and i think that's probably one of the biggest differences as far as if you looked at our listings versus everybody else's listings you'll notice that they all look a lot nicer and it's not just the photos the houses themselves look nicer and the reason why is because we have a home stager come in and meet with them and give them you know five pages of notes whereas i think um i don't know what the normal timeline is for people you know a week or two weeks from the time the realtor meets them to when it goes on the market but for us it's about a month or two for the homeowner to go through their house and get everything ready and frankly, sometimes the homeowners don't do anything, and that's fine too, because if that's the way they have to sell their house, and that's what they do. But most people, we sell them on the idea of getting their house fixed up, and that probably impacts the bottom line more than anything else, because you know pricing it right will help it attract a high offer quickly, which you know translates into making more money because it doesn't sit on the market. But having it look appealing will then translate into a you know an x factor and there's a whole lot that goes into this concept but just to just to finish up you know just the concept here is that buyers don't have any money 
to fix anything, to replace anything they don't like. They take a huge amount of money off for anything that's a cringe factor. And if they fall in love with your house or something in your house, they're going to pay you top dollar for it. And you're going to stretch that buyer out to the max. And that's how you sell the house for the most money. But my point is that process is so different than the way 99% of houses are sold. And if your process is different, that's fine. But my my point of this podcast here is just that I, I feel like it's an obligation that we all have to be able to sleep at night knowing that if somebody calls us calls us tomorrow and they're in a dire straits situation and take the money out of the equation, you know that you're the person that can help them get the most money if that's what they need better than anybody else. And knowing that deep down inside gives you the confidence to sell yourself and get more listings and do a better job and get more referrals, have your clients fall in love with you. They'll believe in your process. They'll believe in you. They'll refer you to your friend, to their friends and family and your business will just boom. And, you know, using the knowledge of selling houses for more money really will make you more money. And that's it, guys. I just feel like that it's unfortunate that in our industry that's not an emphasis. I'm doing my part to fix that. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you check out the rest of my podcast. Um, you can check out my website, homesellingadvice.net. That's geared for... Um, Home sellers, look up the Mayor Group on YouTube or check out the Mayor Group on Facebook. There's a whole bunch of videos on there on selling houses for more money. And of course, check out the podcast. All right, make it a great day.